Welcome back to another podcast where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we will explore some of the most intriguing and spine-tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern-day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imagination of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey into the unknown, exploring some of the most fascinating and eerie aspects of the paranormal world. Acércate tú, güey. Pues ya quiero estar cómodo, güey. ¿Qué quieres que haga? Así. Welcome back to another episode of A Dead Letter. Sup? Nah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to do these intros for every single one, even though it's like in the same day. Um, I'm back. This is going to be a, a, a four-episode drill today. This is a Monday, Monday, uh, fucking January 29th. Um, today, I'm joined by Maria. Hey, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hopefully, the... Redo <laughs> <laughs> this shit. Nah, you can go for it. I'm leaving no. all this shit in there. <laughs> well, today, we have some... Good stories. Good stories. Yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> start, start, start. Oh, I also started a TikTok, so you know, go uh, check it out. A dead letter podcast. Go follow me and share my shit. Go make me some millions. I have something strange to share. When I was 13 years old, my parents moved back to Ireland to take care of my grandparents, specifically my granddad, who was in declining health. We lived with them for a couple of months. I can't remember, but it was about five to six months. My mom would take care of her dad, who was practically bedridden. Every night before bed, my mom would make the last round to see if he wanted anything to eat or use the restroom. My granddad would say no, but would end it with, make sure the doors and windows are closed. She would reply, yes, dad, and proceeded to check the windows in his room to comfort him. My granddad would also suffer from night terrors, where he would wake up screaming, she's here, keep her away. It would wake all of us. We would rush to his room, comfort him, and let him know no one was in there, and we'd go back to bed. We had become accustomed to this, but one particular night, we were woken not by his screams, but by the sound of screaming or painful shrieks. I bolted up out of bed and found my dad and mom in the hallway already doing their rounds. Surprisingly, my granddad was in deep sleep as he was not awake. My parents found nothing, and we all went back to bed. The following night, I was awoken by a loud bang. My bedroom door had swung open with great force. I heard the familiar screams of the previous night. I headed out the hallway, expecting to see my parents, but instead I saw a translucent figure standing in front of my granddad's room. It looked female and shaped, but as I approached it, I could hear my granddad praying. I stopped when my parents bolted out the room. I took my eyes off the figure for a second, and it was gone. My parents didn't see it, but they heard the screams and thought it was my granddad. We lost my granddad later that week, and I told my parents what I saw that night. I can't ask you because I already told you what the topic of this episode is. But for your listeners, I'll give you about five seconds. Can you think about what kind of shit he, shit he just saw? The Banshee, rooted in Irish folklore, is a mythical creature often depicted as a female spirit. She is known for her mournful wails or shrieks. 
which are also believed to herald impending death in certain Irish families. Descriptions of Branshees vary, but she often is portrayed as a ghostly woman with long flowing hair, dressed in white or gray robes. Some tales describe her with red eyes from weeping or with pale, ghastly complexions. Legends suggest she appears near rivers, graveyards, or ancestral homes, lamenting the imminent passing of a family member. The Banshee is deeply ingrained in Irish mythology, embodying themes of death, fate, and astral, ancestral connections. And somewhere there I read that if you have your last name ends with like Mac or Grady, they're fucking tied to you. So any of you listeners that are Mac and Grady, watch out, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know need. And this one was probably sent from my boss. <laughs> Only because of the mixture. Uh, <laughs> but I'll probably leave the other one out. Um, I am of Irish descent, and my nana would tell me about the time granddad encountered a banshee, which is similar to La Llorona of Mexican folklore. Yeah, I was going to say that Kinda? too. Yeah. yeah. My nana told me that my granddad was part of the Garda when he was younger. That's the police. I had to Google that shit because I didn't know what it was either. That's what they call the police over there. Uh, Nana said that Granddad is Ireland, Ireland, Irish, uh-huh. Irish. Nana said that Granddad received a call from a local medical facility late at night. The security staff were reporting trespassers that had entered the facility and were running through the floors. Granddad arrived at the facility, and the security informed him that the intruders were still in the building. Granddad rushed to the floors above, but as he was rushing up the stairs, he began to hear screams, painful screams, of not just one voice but multiple voices. He assumed these intruders were assaulting or robbing the patients. Granddad and his partner searched the facility but found no one. They still heard the screaming but could not find the source. Eventually, they made their way back to the security desk but found no one. He stepped outside and found the guard inconsolable. He asked the security what was wrong and they responded that as they had entered the building or the stairs not too long after, Three shadows flew by, followed by a loud scream and shriek. That caused the security to bolt up and check the entrance. That's when he saw what appeared to be a misty cloud linger in the entrance. The security said he heard the scream and shrieks one more time before the mist disappeared, which caused him to run outside. My granddad was able to comfort and calm the security. They headed back to the desk and reviewed the cameras and clearly saw the shadows rushing through the halls, and the three shadows that entered after. They were able to see the misty figure the security was talking about. Granddad noticed how it would morph into a figure of a female, then back into a misty cloud. My granddad believes he had encountered a banshee that night because he had a follow-up visit a week later with the security staff. The security staff informed him that they lost of impatience. My granddad believes the banshee was there to let them know of the incoming death. Writing to you from the UK, in the eerie depths of the moonlit night where shadows and leprechauns dwell, I found myself inside the veiled realm of a spectral figure whose mournful melody signals the incoming doom of a loved one. This is my encounter with a banshee. This is my paranormal encounter. Damn, we got a writer here. I thought it was you. (laughs) No. What the fuck? Not, Not that good. I was around 15 or 16 years old. We lived in Dublin at the time. I began having strange dreams. I would dream that I was home alone. I would hear my mother calling me from the outside. I would head towards a sound, which led me outside of the house and into a field. It would be raining. 
and not too far from me, I would see a woman walking in the rain. She was singing something like a lullaby. It was hypnotic. I was stuck just watching this woman sway back and forth in the rain. Then we would lock eyes and I would wake up. My strange dreams continued on for a couple nights. Each time I would get closer and closer to the mysterious woman. Until one night, I heard her outside of my dream. It started out as it did in my dream. I heard my name being called by whom I thought was my mother. I followed the voice outside and found the same woman I would see in my dream across from me in my neighbor's backyard. We locked eyes again, and she began to scream, wail, shriek so horribly, I stumbled back. I rushed back into my house, headed towards my parents' room, and tried to wake them up, but they didn't. I ran to my room and threw the covers over my head and forced myself to sleep. The following day, I told my parents about the dreams and what I had encountered last night. My mom was extremely worried and called her family to make sure everything was okay. Lastly, my mom decided to call and check on the neighbor and ask them if all was well or if they needed anything. The neighbor reassures my mother that all is well. A month later, my neighbor's wife passes away. My mother was saddened by her neighbor's loss, but also relieved that the banshee did not come for us. As some people believe that just encountering the banshee means automatic doom for one's family, even if they weren't the intended family. It's kind of like asking them or inviting them, huh? Like just acknowledging them? I don't know. Um, well, probably. I, I guess, and I, I think this is, I was having this conversation with uh, my HR, was because um, obviously I tell her these stories too because I like scaring her. <laughs> um, but um, I was telling her that, you know, it kind of seems like, like let's say if it come, this thing is coming for like family A, but family B sees it, that it will still come, it would also come for family B, you know? Because I, I remember like hearing more folklore or other encounters like way back, but it tells me like if you see it, like everybody tries to ignore it. Because I, like you said, probably the moment you acknowledge it, then fuck that doom it's is going to come to you. Yeah. So they're like, if you don't see it or, or acknowledge it, it's not going to affect you. And it's going to just come to whatever it was supposed to come to and leave, you know? It's like you're feeding into it too. Good stories though. In 2019, when my daughter was about five years old, I was taking her to the hospital to get her shots. The shots required by your local district, etc. We entered the hospital, headed towards the elevator. We were just going to the third floor. We could have taken the stairs, but it was one of those days. We entered the elevator and pressed the third floor button, but instead of the elevator going up, it goes down to the basement level. We arrive at the basement. The doors open and close. Nothing out of the ordinary. We thought it was a previous group of people who had just got off the elevator and accidentally pressed a button or two. We get to our floor, and we get the visit over with. On the way back, we took the elevator. The elevator we chose was coming from the lower levels. It arrived, and it was empty. As the doors opened, they let a nice cold breeze come out and brush against us. I head towards the elevator, but I noticed my daughter was not following me. I tell her to come on, the doors are closing, and she says, No, Mommy, that elevator is not for us. I tell her to quit playing and enter the elevator, but she refuses. I end up stepping out of the elevator and waiting on the next one. We enter this one with no problem and make our way to the car. While in the car, I'm asking my daughter what was going on during the little elevator show incident. My daughter responds with, that elevator wasn't meant for us. The elevator was already occupied with people, but these weren't normal people. They had no eyes, 
just black holes. Damn. That's why I love hospitals and little fucking kids. They say the damnedest things. <laughs> they say the truth. Yeah. They know when they know. They see it. Yeah, I believe it. To believe it, yeah. While I was out visiting places for recycle and cans, I came across a creepy story from one of the facility employees. I introduced myself and the nature of my visit. While I'm waiting for the POC to come, I strike up the conversation and tell the employee that I have a paranormal podcast, which they reply with, cool. I personally don't believe. And I was like, fuck, you must have an encounter that you can't really explain. They proceed to tell me that in a previous apartment they lived in, their sibling would see a black shadow walking in the hallway or in the kitchen at all times of the day. One particular occasion, it stood behind the employee and caused the sibling to jump up. The only, uh, the only other unexplained thing that the employee ever witnessed was one day when they were home alone. They were walking towards the kitchen and felt a strong, cold breeze go right through them. And all it takes is one encounter to become a believer. Son una vez, son una vez. Una vez. Una vez. One time. That and to instill fear. Oh, that too. Uh, that's it for today's episode of A Dead Letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page A underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open. Hey, Paranormies, I'm Brittany. And I'm Alexa. And we're the hosts of They Don't Stay Dead. We're a paranormal podcast from Australia, and we've made it our mission to share with you all the real-life ghost stories and haunted locations from our home, as well as encounters with supernatural beings and reports of unknown mysteries. From haunted asylums and ghost ships to big cat cryptids and alien encounters, there's something for everyone. We release new episodes every Thursday and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check out our Instagram at They Don't Stay Dead for weekly updates. We get a little bit spooky and a lot silly. So join us for some laughs and a tale of the unknown. Stay spooky, paranormies.